This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Father, as we go into your word, give us understanding. Every darkened understanding tonight, let light break forth. Let life, light break forth. And let life begin to replace every form of deadness. Let your word bring life. Let life, let life that proceed from your son Jesus, let it be revealed tonight. Over every ears here tonight, over every life, let it spread to the nations, let it spread to the communities. Let it spread to workplaces where there is loss of hope, where there is fear. Let your word tonight swallow them up. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. And the people of God will say a louder amen. amen. Say amen that is higher, that is mightier than the works of the enemy. You see, we have been given a weapon, and that weapon is our voices. Now, you are going to help me shout unto the King of Kings because he has put an end to coronavirus. Unto the Lord of Lords who has defeated the works of the enemy. Is that the loudest you can shout? Okay, you don't understand. You don't understand. The people that have died of this same virus, if you ask them if they are alive now, we are not rejoicing over them. But if you ask them, would you rather shout to God and leave? They will tell you they will shout. Now, I want you to shout to the King of Kings, the one who has preserved you and your family, who has preserved the church. praise father thank you father thank you father be glorified jesus holy spirit have your way do what you are said to do tonight we thank you for victory victory belongs to jesus victory belongs to jesus victory belongs to jesus Victory belongs to him. Oh. Are you not seeing what I'm saying? Some of you are not saying it yet. 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 Oh 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 oh. 
Yeah, belongs to him. Alele, my mama, yele. Oh, 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 oh. I'm not hearing some voices. I'm not hearing some voices tonight. Sing it louder. Victory belongs to Jesus. He belongs to him, he belongs to him. He belongs to him, he belongs to him. Two more time, two more time with the whole of your boy. to you father victory belongs to you and we thank you because by your blood by your stripes by stripes we are healed your stripes have made room for coronavirus and it has swallowed it up we give you praise thank you for conquering this epidemic in the church globally all over the world thank you thank you blessed be your name for in jesus mighty name we have worship and the people of god will say loud amen jam those hands together for jesus jam it jam it jam it jam it jam it and take your seat amen take your seat take your seat take your seat in presence of your father Please help us reduce this heat a little bit. Take your seat. I'd like to welcome every one of us to the presence of the Almighty God. This is where impossible cases become possible. This is where diseases like coronavirus are swallowed up. This is where the balance becomes mother of children. This is where the blind see. This is where the lame walks. This is where the barren become fruitful. This is where understandings are broadened up. This is where life has changed. In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. Father, we bless your name tonight. May your name be praised in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please turn your Bible with me to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 26. I want to thank God for your life for being here tonight. You are coming tonight. I mean, your coming tonight is going to mark the beginning of greater turnaround in your life, in your family, in your business, in your studies. In the name of Jesus. If you believe, you say, Lord, I believe it. Lord, I believe your word. Exodus 15, verse 26. We are going to read together. One, two, go. And said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, 
and will give ear to his commandment and keep all his status. I will put none of these diseases. Now, uh, hold on, hold on. None of these diseases include coronavirus. None. None means none. Now, it says, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, uh -huh, which I have brought upon the Egyptian. For I am the Lord that healed thee. I am the Lord that healed thee. I am the Lord your healer. You sent your word and my I am the Lord, your healer. Brethren, we are in the time of uncertainty, and we're going to start from there before we go into um, the theme of tonight's Holy Ghost service. Now, while I woke up this morning, by God's grace, whenever you see me post any message, not because I chose to, but because God placed something in my mind. And when I woke up this morning and God told me, send a message to my people and tell them that instead of sitting down, you see some people in my place of work, in the last few days, is, they are always waiting for updates, waiting for what men will cook up. Somebody will write a story and post it, and that becomes you know, what they live on for the rest of the day. And so when I woke up this morning, God said, tell my people, instead of sitting down, watching TV, or watching internet or social media, waiting for update, what is the next update? Is it in Winnipeg? Is it in Manitoba? How many is in Nigeria? He said, tell them, instead, sit down with my word and devote yourself to prayer. Sit down with my word and devote yourself to prayer. So, brethren, the world might be sitting down and waiting for the next update from CTV, waiting for the next update from Google. For you, what are you supposed to do? Sit down with the word of God and devote yourself to prayer. The truth is this, brethren. If you sit down with all this news, fear will enter your heart. Do I have a witness in the house? Some people are too spiritual. Very, very spiritual. You know, they are not being real. Okay. I say if you sit down with this kind of news, morning to evening, a little thing pops up in your phone, on WhatsApp, on here, what will happen? Fears enters your heart. That is just the truth. But if you sit down with the word of God, what happened? Faith, your heart becomes strong. And where others are panicking, just like our brother was sharing tonight. For you, you'll be smiling. As they were discussing it at work, I just put here because I was listening to the word. And one will say, ah, he's disturbed. And me, I will speak word of faith. I said, that's why you need to accept Jesus. And I sent scripture to somebody. The other one was saying, it is not scripture. I said, this is what the solution is. Brethren, what is our response as believers? That is the question the Lord wants me to ask you tonight. That your response should be, 
If the world are panicking, and I can tell you there's panic all over the world now. People are panicking. Believers, unbelievers, Muslim, everybody's panicking. But for us, what should be our response? Our response should be that devote yourself to the word of God. Remember, heaven and earth may, may pass away, but the word of God will not pass away. So what should be your response to the epidemic? Devote yourself to the word of God. So don't be afraid. Tell your neighbor, don't be afraid. Say with confidence. Say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. For greater is he that is in us than is in the world. If God be for you, coronavirus cannot be against you. Find somebody else and say, if God be for your family, coronavirus cannot be against your family. Find one more person and say, if God be for you, coronavirus cannot be against your family. Give Jesus a big clap offering. He is worthy to be praised. Isaiah chapter 54 tells us something important. And it's important we have this. And this whole thing all began yesterday. As I was eating. And the Lord began to speak to me. That I was surprised hearing that our son, Enolu Waya, talking about uh, coronavirus. Yes. He was talking about it. And as I was eating yesterday, and the Lord, even though my, you know, my, my fam didn't know what was happening, but I was eating, and God was speaking to me. And God said, call your children and speak the word of God and tell them the word of God. So that was the beginning yesterday. Now, Isaiah chapter 54, we are going somewhere. We are going somewhere. We are going somewhere. Isaiah 54 verse 4 said, fear not. For thou shalt not be ashamed. Meaning that you will not be infected. Amen. Some people are not saying amen. amen. So between you saying amen and you being afraid, which one do you choose? Okay, I read. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed. Amen. Neither be thou confounded. For thou shalt not be put to shame. Your family back home will not be put to shame. Your friends will not be put to shame. I pray for you. Your husband, your children will not be put to shame. You see, there's always exception. Always exception. Anywhere there is plague in the world, there's always exception. If you are part of people that God has accepted tonight, wave those hands to God. Now begin to wave it to God and say, Lord, I thank you because you have accepted me and my family. Yes, we are not part of them. Thank you. Thank him. Wave those hands to him. Wave it to him. Wave it to him. Be sincere about it. Let it proceed from your heart. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. It's important we have this understanding. Thank you, Father. He said, for thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, and thou shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood anymore. Now, the Romans chapter 8, verse 31 also tells us, that if God be for us, nobody, no sickness can be against us. Now, and that being said, every one of us, let us learn to practice basic hygiene. Whether as a church, as a family, 
Learn to practice. Learn to take care of your house. Most especially your washroom. Your washroom. Most especially you that have little children at home. Sometimes when they are peeing, it's all over the place. Yes. Take care of your washroom. If you have a dirty washroom, go back home tonight. Go and clean it up. The Bible says something very important in Isaiah 52, verse 11. And I want us to read that together. One, two, go. Depart ye, depart ye. Go ye out from thence. I'm not hearing some voices. Let's read again. Depart ye, depart ye. Go ye out from thence. Touch no unclean thing. Go ye out of the midst of her. Be ye clean. Thou that bear the vessel of the Lord. Tell your neighbor, be clean. Be clean. So basic hygiene like what? Wash your hand. Don't sneeze on your palm. Basic things. Wash your hand. When you use the washroom, wash your hand. And uh, you know, some people will sneeze. See it. God bless you, brother. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. That is not anointing. No. That's not the anointing God is telling to you. Talking to us tonight. So please, let us be clean. And I pray for you. No virus will come near your dwelling in Jesus' name. Now you are going to rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. And hold the hand of your neighbor. You are going to pray. You are going to say, my father. I thank you. Because you are the Alpha and Omega. And because you know all things. I thank you because you have put an end to this virus. Now go ahead and begin to thank him in advance. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. You see, now you are praying. You are not just praying for yourself or for this church. You are praying for the body of Christ globally. You are interceding for the government that is helpless. Government are helpless. The government is helpless already. Companies are helpless. Scientists are helpless. Thank God who is the Alpha and Omega. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And now, hold somebody else. Brethren, one of the things the Lord told me yesterday is that I said this is the era of the blood of Jesus. He said this is the time for believers to begin to manifest, to begin to activate the blood of Jesus. So now you are going to begin to plead the blood of Jesus. Begin to plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my life, over my body, soul, and spirit. I cannot be infected. My wife, my children cannot be infected. Nobody in this house will be infected. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over all our families. Over the nation of Canada. Blood of Jesus over the entire universe. The blood that is stronger than that of Abraham. I played it. I played it. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.
For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. You may take your seat. Take your seat. Psalm 105, verse 15. Saying, touch not my anointed, and do my prophet no harm. Including this virus called coronavirus. If human beings can give it a name, then it's part of the thing that must not touch us. Do you agree? Say yes. yes. I, be, I believe. He said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. The Lord's anointed. The Lord's anointed. The anointing is a measure of God's spirit. Anointing. When you talk about anointing generally, what you are simply doing is that you are talking about a measure of God's spirit that has been placed upon a man or a woman. Now, that measure of God's spirit may manifest in the form of grace. It could manifest in the form of talent. It could manifest in the form of gifts. So when you talk about anointing, generally we are talking about the measure of God's spirit that has been placed upon a vessel. Upon a man, upon a woman, upon a youth, for the purpose of accomplishing specific tasks. Let's look at the book of 1 Kings, chapter 19. I read from verse 15. And the Lord said unto him, Go, return thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Isaiah to be king over Israel. Anointing is for a purpose. Now, look at verse 16. And Jehu, the son of Nimsi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. He went for the Bible and said, And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of, Ab of Abimelech, shall thou anoint to be a prophet in thy room. Verse 17. And it shall come to pass that him that escaped the sword of Azel shall Jehu slay the purpose of the anointing. It is like putting a measure of God's spirit upon a man. To accomplish something for God. We are going somewhere. So God was simply saying that. If anybody escaped the sword of Hazel. Then they can't escape the sword of Jehu. If they escape the sword of Jehu. For sure they can't escape the sword of Elisha. And him that escaped the sword of Jehu. Shall Elisha slain. So anointing is to accomplish specific things for God. So when you hear that a man is God's anointed, or when you hear the Lord's anointed, it means that that person has been carved out for a purpose, to accomplish something for God by himself. Now, anointing, even though as powerful as anointing may sound or appear to be, if it's not properly managed, it can cause big problems. Now, if you look at the life of the man called Samson, a man highly anointed, 
But he may he mismanaged the anointing. My prayer for you is this. You will not mismanage the anointing. I say you will not mismanage the anointing. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 45. The Lord's anointed. Isaiah 45 verse 1. Thus says the Lord to his anointed. To David, put your name there. Uh -huh. Whose right hand I have holding. Look at it again. To expansiate that anointing is for a purpose. It's not for decoration. It's not to have a big name. It's not for title. No. Look at it. He said to subdue nation. Go ahead. I will lose the loins of kings. To open before him two living gates. And the gates shall not be shut. Verse 2. Uh -huh. Look at it. It's not the man himself going. It is God going before him. I pray for you. God is going before you. As you go back to work. I say God is ahead of you. As you resume back to school, God is ahead of you. Amen. I say God is ahead of you. Amen. I say God is ahead of you. Amen. I say God is ahead of you. Amen. Go ahead. Amen. Now, look at it. It's like saying part A of the purpose of the anointing upon Cyrus. Now, look at the part B. Verse 3. So, anointing is not only for to pull down, to cast out devils. It is also to bring about the treasures of darkness. Go ahead. There are hidden riches of secret places that it is only the Lord's anointed that can access them. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, number two. Anointing, oftentimes we see, even in the scripture, that anointing, of, uh, we see olive oil, just like the one we have in the office. So anointing sometimes can symbolize things like olive oil that we have in the church, the ones you have in your family. Now, but something important, let's go look at the book of 1 Samuel. We are looking at the lost anointed before we take the communion tonight. And pray. For Samuel chapter 16. Anointing again. It can be a measure of God's spirit upon a man. Anointing can also be a form of oil. Oil. That's why we pray on anointing oil here. That is the hand of God. The spirit of God dwelling upon the olive oil. Let's look at it in 1 Samuel chapter 16. And let's look at it from verse 1. And the Lord said unto Samuel. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Fill that oil with oil. That is the anointing that we are talking about. Fill that oil with oil. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Now jump to verse 6. And it came to pass. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Lord's anointed is 
But that is not true. Now jump to verse 10. And again. And again. Now, the Lord said I should tell somebody that tonight is going to anoint you. Amen. I said tonight is going to anoint you. Amen. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay. Send and fetch him. For we will not sit down. Now, look at it. That is what happens for, to, to the life of a man that God anoints. You see, because of anointing, a whole prophet, he was like the president of the nation. He said he won't sit down until this man called David comes. Go ahead, verse 12. And he said, Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. This is where we are going. Go ahead. Arise. Anoint him. You are going to rise up on your feet. Arise. Anoint him. For this is he. For a tax. Brethren, every child of God. Every child of God. And I mean every child of God. We are carrier of God's anointing. When you accept Jesus Christ. There's a measure of the anointing that is upon you. And that's why I said that you have been sealed with the Holy Ghost. That is the anointing. The anointing. Now you are going to pray and say, Father, I am ready for your work. Please anoint me tonight with your power, with the Holy Ghost, and with oil. Go ahead and lay your hand upon your head. Lay your right hand upon your head and pray. Go ahead and pray tonight. Go ahead and pray tonight. Go ahead and pray tonight. Lord, I am ready tonight. Lord, anoint me. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord, with power. For your glory, anoint me, Lord. Father, anoint me, Lord. 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 For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. God said, I should tell someone tonight that I should go to bed tonight. You will see God anointing you. Amen. I said, you will see God anointing you. Amen. I said, you will see God anointing you. Amen. Amen. Please take your seat. Take your seat. So when, you, when we say someone is anointed, that means that that vessel is supernaturally empowered to carry out certain tasks on earth. You say a brother, a woman, a man is anointed. That means that person has been empowered above others in certain areas to do something. Let's look at Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. So number three is that the anointing, we said number one is a measure of God's spirit. Number two, it represents the olive oil, the anointing oil that you have at home. The anointing oil. Now, number three, the Holy Ghost himself. Go ahead. How God anointed Jesus 
how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good and healing all that were, look at it, healing all that we oppress. Healing all that we oppress. Healing all that we oppress. That means if you carry the anointing and there are people that are oppressed around you and all you do is to pocket your anointing, then it's not useful. Go ahead. For God was with him. Go ahead. And we are witnesses. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Thank you. Thank you. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power. So when we talk about the Lord's anointed, we are talking about a man, a woman that carries the Holy Ghost, the presence of the Holy Ghost and power. You are going to rise up on your feet. You are going to say, Father, anoint me with the Holy Ghost and with power that I may go about healing all them that are sick and delivering them that are oppressed. Go ahead and make that your prayer tonight. Go ahead and make that your prayer. The Lord's anointed. The Lord's anointed. The Lord's anointed. The Lord's anointed. Say, Father, tonight, anoint me with the Holy Ghost. Anoint me with power. Anoint me with the Holy Ghost. Anoint me with power. Anoint me with the Holy Ghost. Anoint me with the power. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. You may take your seat. Some of you are doing well. Now, God puts a mark on the anointed. Galatians chapter 6. Number 4. We are looking at the anointing. So, the anointing can also symbolize a physical thing you can see in the life of somebody. Something physical that you can see. A good example was the man called Samson. You know, the instruction of the Lord to the parent was that don't cut his hair. So for Samson, his hair was a physical thing. It symbolizes the anointing. So as much as anointing can be spiritual, it can also be physical. That if you, if you look at something in the life of somebody, then that represents the anointing. Now, let's, uh, let's look at Galatians chapter 6. Let's read um, verse 17. From henceforth. Now, are we saying from yesterday or from tomorrow? From when? From when? Say it with confidence. From when? From when? From when? Now. Maybe you want your own tomorrow, but my own is now. Go ahead. Let no man trouble me. For I bear on my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. You are going to rise up on your feet. That from henceforth, from henceforth, let no man trouble me. From henceforth, go ahead and make that your prayer. Now, that means that henceforth, as from this moment, 
as from this moment, as from this moment, as from this moment, as from this moment, as from this moment, as from this moment, let no man trouble me. Let no situation trouble me. Let no circumstances trouble me. In the name of Jesus. As from now as for. As from now as for. As from now as for. Let no man trouble me. As from now as for. As from now as for. The anointing put a mark on you. The anointing put a mark on you. The anointing put a mark on you. For in Jesus. Mighty name we are free. You may take your seat. I will share two, uh, two examples quickly. Um, our car was parked somewhere. And they attacked some cars. And it amazes me that uh, they attacked the car in front of mine and the car behind my car. And what I was asking myself was that, how, how was it that uh, they could attack the car in front of me and the car behind me? How? You see, brethren, the anointing of God upon your life is not just to cast out demons. It translates to all areas of your life. Your marriage, your finance, your property, anything that concerns you, the anointing of God touches them. Number two. You see, there was a time we went to a place with a family. And when we got there, the children were playing at the corner of the, of the, of the house where we went to. And our son, Enuluwayan, he was there playing with one of the sons of the, the, the people that we went to. And you see, within a few seconds they were playing, he just decided to shift to move away from that particular spot. Now, don't get me. Don't get me wrong. I'm not rejoicing over the other family. But I'm telling you that when you are anointed by the Lord, some things happen to your life. You are exempted from some things. And I pray for you tonight. You will recognize God's anointing upon you. I say you will recognize the hand of God upon you. I say you will recognize God's hand upon you. Now, you know, the next thing we had was, a, was, was the, the baby's voice. And I fell for that baby. There was a big door that fell on that boy. And then my question again is, why is it that who told this boy to leave that place? And then something happened after that. You are going to rise up on your feet. You are going to rise up. That... Even as the Lord has anointed you, and as many that is said to anoint afresh tonight, that as from tonight, the anointing will begin to work wonders in your life. In your place of work, you'll be exempted from evil. I say your family will be exempted from evil. You are going to pray and say, my father. You are going to say, my father. Please pray when say, my father. Anoint me and use me for your glory. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Anoint me and use me for your glory. Anoint me and use me for your glory. I 
anoint me and use me for your glory. 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 For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Take your seat. Now with the presence of the anointing. Number one. Now when you carry the anointing. Number one. Yokes are destroyed. I don't know what may represent yoke in your family. Because of the anointing, every yoke that may be in your life, in your family, tonight they are destroyed. Amen. I said tonight they are destroyed. Amen. Anything that may represent yoke. You know, one of the brother read earlier that their understanding has been darkened. Maybe you are a student in this house and it's as if your understanding has been darkened. Tonight, because of the anointing, that yoke of darkness is lifted up. Amen. I said that yoke of darkness is removed. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, the Bible said in Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27, And it shall come to pass in that day, what day? Today, today, that his body shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and, and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Now you are going to rise up on your feet and place your right hand on your head. You are going to pray and say, Father, every yoke, every burden of yoke upon my head, upon my shoulder, this evening, let them be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Anointing destroy yokes. Anointing destroy yokes. Yokes are destroyed because of the anointing. Yokes are destroyed. Yokes of sin. Yoke of sin of shame. Yoke of barrenness. Yoke of lack. They are destroyed. They are destroyed because of the anointing. Anything that may represent yoke in your family. In the name of Jesus, they are destroyed. They are destroyed tonight. In the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Take your seat. Now, because of, the, because of time. If you look at the book of Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah chapter 61. It also outlined the purposes of the anointing. When a man carries the anointing, yokes are destroyed. First, the yoke in his own life. If you carry the anointing and yokes in your own life has not been destroyed, then I don't know what kind of anointing you carry. The Bible said in verse 1, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. When you carry the anointing of the almighty God, the purpose is to preach good tidings, to bring comfort, to bring joy unto the people. And he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. The, you see, the anointing will put words in your mouth to speak to them that are brokenhearted. The anointing will put utterances in your mouth to deliver them from burdens. Look at it. He said to proclaim liberty to the captive. I pray for you tonight. As many that may be under any form of captivity, tonight you are delivered. Tonight you are set free. 
Now, and he said, the opening of the prison to them that are bound. So anointing has a work to do in your own life as the carrier of the anointing and also in the life of the people around you. Look at verse 2. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. This is the time to seize this opportunity to tell people about Jesus. This is the time you can tell them and say, well, in this time of uncertainty, you need a man in your life. And his name is Jesus. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And the day of vengeance. Tell them judgment is coming. I was talking to somebody today. And as we were talking, he said, uh, what is in John 3, 16? And I told him, he said, ah, how did I know quickly? I said, ah. That one is, uh, is something that uh, everybody will have known. Say him, he doesn't know. I say, okay. And I say, how many scriptures do I know without looking at the Bible? I say, well, I don't know how many of them. But I, I now do what I told him. I say, I'm a student of the Bible. He say, okay. Ah. He said, the little that I know. I say, well, I say, I'm still learning. We are going somewhere. He now started asking me. He said, hey, how many chapters of the Bible? Before I finish, I tell him. I said, there are 66. And then he said, okay, tell me more about the Bible. And I told him there's uh, Old Testament and New Testament. As we were talking, one thing led to something else. And we started talking about uh, tribulation and rapture. He said, so you mean that the reason why Jesus Christ is coming back is because he's coming to take the saint to me? I said, yes. I said, then after that, he said, what will happen? After I said, people that did not receive him, they will be here. He said, what will happen to them? I said, well, there will be a centralized government. And they will, become, they will be under one government, and their leader will be Satan. He said, hey, really? I said, yes. And then something interrupted that talk. Brethren, you see, I want you to understand tonight that the reason why you have been anointed is to tell others that there is vengeance coming. There is a vengeance coming. A day of judgment is coming. That God will judge the world. Whether we like it or not, it's coming. Now you have a response to tell people. That's why the Bible said, it, look at it, it said, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all them that mourn. If you are mourning here to, to, uh, this, this night, an end has come to mourning in your life. I said an end has come to, your, uh, to mourning in your family. Look at the verse 3. To appoint to them that mourning Zion, to give unto them beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for money. The garment of praise. Praise is a garment. For the spirit of heaviness. That they might be called the tree of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. That he might be glorified. Look at it. She's talking about the purpose of the anointing. When you carry the anointing, what happened? And they shall build old waste places. They shall raise up the former desolation. They shall repair the, the waste cities, the desolation of many generations. My prayer for you tonight, every old waste places in your life, in your family, tonight, God is repairing them. I say God is repairing them. Now, when you carry the anointing, number two, is that God's presence is mighty to heal. Is mighty to deliver. The Bible tells us in the book of Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5 verse 17. Luke chapter 5 verse 17. Luke chapter 5 verse 17. And it came to pass. On a certain day. Tonight is that certain day. As he was teaching. Uh-huh. And there were Pharisees and doctors of the Lord sitting by. Okay. Which were come out of every town of Galilee. 
Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. And the power of the Lord is present here to heal tonight. I said it's pr- the power of the Lord is present here to heal. If you are here and you are sick in your body, receive your healing. If you are here, you are sick in your body, receive your healing. Maybe any member of your family is sick, receive your healing. In the name of Jesus. So the anointing brings the power of God, the presence of God. You are going to rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. You are going to say, Father, by your anointing, heal me. And let me never know sickness again. For the rest of my life, go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Coronavirus will never have a dwelling place in your body. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. By your anointing, heal me. And let me never know sickness again. For me and my family, Hear me and let me never know sickness again for me and my family in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Take your seat. Number three, when you carry the anointing, it marks the end of struggle. Luke chapter five. The Bible tells us in from verse one, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Now, if you jump to, uh, if you jump to verse, verse 3, and he entered into one of the sheep, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the lamb. And he sat and taught the people out of the sheep. When you give Jesus the ownership of your life, then he begins to use your life to draw multitude to his kingdom. My prayer for you tonight, anything that you have been holding down that may have hindered God from having access to your life, tonight you will release them. Nothing will hinder God from doing his work in your life tonight and in your family. Now look at verse 4. Now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a draught. I said to someone here tonight, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a draught. Multitude of miracles of fishes are coming your way in the name of Jesus. Now, and Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net and their net break. My prayer for you tonight, where you have failed before, I pray for you. When next you applied, when next you attempt that thing, you will succeed. You will not fail again in the name of Jesus. So this was the case of Simon, a man who has been struggling. You are going to rise up on your faith. Rise up on your faith. You are going to say, my father, by your anointing, terminate struggle permanently in my life, in my family. And from the lives of every member of this church, go ahead and cry to God tonight. Cry to God tonight. Cry to him tonight. Cry to him tonight. By your anointing, terminate struggle. 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 You are struggling academically, pray tonight. The anointing can break that yoke. You are struggling financially, say, Lord, tonight, terminate the struggle. Terminate it, terminate it. 
You are struggling materially. You are struggling with sin. Cry to God tonight. Say, Lord, terminate struggle as you terminate struggle in the life of Peter. Whatever thing you are struggling with, this is the time to cry to God. Say, Lord, terminate struggle. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Now, sit down. Now, anointing, when you carry the anointing, anointing also terminate lack. I pray for someone here tonight. The last lack you know will be the last you will ever know. You will never lack again. I say you will never lack again. You will never lack again. The Bible says something in the book of 2 Kings chapter 4 from verse 42 to 44. Talking about the prophet called Elisha. This man, he had the sons of prophets around him. And somebody brought food to him. And the food, that food was not even enough. Because of the anointing he prayed. And what appeared not to be enough, there was abundance. My prayer for you as from tonight, you begin to enjoy abundance. I said you begin to enjoy abundance. Now, when you carry the anointing, demonic activities are destroyed. Demonic activities are destroyed. The Bible tells us in the book of Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Just read from, uh, from verse 26. Luke chapter 8 from verse 26. And they arrived at the country of Gadarene, which is over against Galilee. And when he went forth to the land, then to the land, there went in out of the city a certain man, which had devils long time, and were, and were no clothes, neither abode in any house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he, when he saw Jesus, he saw they saw the anointing in Jesus. Go ahead. And fell down before him. They fell down before him. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hmm. You, th th thank you, sir. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet as you pray tonight. Any demon that may be terrorizing you. As they bow down before Jesus, they will bow down before you tonight. Whatever demon that may be terrorizing your family, because of the anointing, that yoke is broken. Now, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Turn that to prayer. Every demon on assignment sent to terrorize me. Every demon on assignment sent to terrorize me. Tonight, an end has come to you. In the name of Jesus, the Lord of hosts rebuke you. In the name of Jesus, every demon on assignment, your time is over. 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 In the name of Jesus, your time is over. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And lastly, when you sit down, when you carry the anointing, hmm, multitude of souls will be drafted to the kingdom of God. You see, it is the anointing by the head. Remember, anointing is a measure of God's spirit upon your life. Now, Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Then they, then they that gladly received his word were baptized. Uh -huh. And the same day they were added unto them. And the same day they were added unto them. The crusade that is coming up, our this year's revival. Thousands of souls, multitude will be drafted into the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead. No, read that verse 41 again. Then they that gladly received this word were baptized. 
About 3,000 souls. You see, if you carry the anointing, you cannot be shy. You may sit down. Anointing will remove that timidity away from you. This was Brother Peter. A man who was shy. You see, when the Holy Ghost come upon you, what is shyness? It will disappear. They ask you to speak before kings. The boldness will come. Because the anointing naturally will, will plant boldness in your heart. And that was what happened to, the, to this man, Peter. The same man who was afraid, he preached and 3,000 souls. My prayer for you is this. As you preach, millions of souls will be drawn to the kingdom of God. I say millions of souls will be drawn to the kingdom of God. Now rise up on your feet. Let's have the instrumentalists and let's have the ministers join me here. Now, you are going to pray as we, as we get ready to take this communion tonight. You see, the anointing, it draws multitude of souls. As you speak the word, as you speak the word, as you speak the word, as you speak the word. So you are going to pray tonight that the anointing of God upon your life, the same anointing that was in operation upon Peter, that the same anointing will fall upon you tonight. The greater anointing will fall upon you tonight. And as this anointing fall upon you tonight, the Lord, as I speak your word in school, on the bus stand, on the road, in the community, in the church, anywhere in the world, in the name of Jesus, multitude of souls will be drafted into the kingdom of God. Multitude of souls will be drafted into the kingdom of God. Now, choir, you are going to help me sing this song. There is something about your name. Help us sing that. And then the rest of you continue to pray. Now, pray, pray on, the, on the communion. Now, if you are here tonight, you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You can see all over the world, there's uncertainty. There is fear everywhere. People are confused. Schools are closing down. Is that on a sign of the end time? What evidence do you need to, to, for you to know that Jesus is real? And that he's coming back again? So if you are here tonight, you want to make your way right with God. You know you've been playing church. That is all you've been doing. You are not truly a child of God. You know that if rapture take place, now you are not going to heaven. Please come forward as we pray with you tonight. You know that your name is, has not been written in the book of life. This is the night. Because the anointing, when you carry the anointing and you are not on the Lord's side, then it can be very dangerous. You are here tonight. You want to say, Lord Jesus, in the midst of uncertainty, I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior. Come forward tonight.
should take the anointing. Yes, it's communion, but it's also anointing. So I should take the anointing tonight. I want you to pray and say, Father, terminate struggle permanently. Break the yoke. And you are going to anoint your forehead. So when it is time, I will tell you. Please remember, don't finish taking the wine. Anoint your head. Anoint your hand, your forehead, and put little on your hands too and rub it together. Now you may bring out the bread. Bring out the bread. The Lord's anointed. Touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. You see, brethren, before the Lord, bef I mean, before today, before the outbreak of this uh, coronavirus of 18, the Lord had revealed this topic, not just yesterday that I revealed it. So the Lord knew what he was doing. By declaring the month of March, the Holy Ghost service as the Lord's anointed. The Lord's anointed are exempted. We didn't have time to finish all. Exempted from evil. Balaam wanted to curse the Lord's anointed. He couldn't curse them. 
the cause was changing to blessing. When you carry the anointing, there's so many benefits to it. And that is what God has come to do tonight. Long before all this confusion in the world, God has revealed tonight, the Lord's anointed. Now, we partake in the name of God the Father, in the name of God the Son, name of God the Holy Spirit. Now you may break the bread and take it. There is something about your neck that makes me may take the wine and lift it up. God is still saying, he says, somebody tonight will have a dream and you see the Lord anointing you. Lift it up. We partake in the name of God the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now, so as you take this, begin to talk to God Whatever thing you want the Lord to do for you, remember to anoint your head and your hand. not going well for you. The altar is open. It's open. Any issue tonight, bring them before God. We don't have time. There is something about your word. <laughs> that turns my life around. Oh, 
Ekunala Imana Yenako Ekenono This is not going well. Talk to God tonight. Malalea Yenana Nanako Yelele Manayana Kalaro Toro this is not going well with your family the laws are not now the anointing is here if it works for Elisha Lord it must work for me if it work upon Peter it must work on me if it works upon David it must work on me it must work on me Anointing exempted Jesus' family from taxes. It must work on my family. Set to it, set to it, set to it. No time. Set to it. Daddy Gio made a profound statement. He narrated the history of the Holy Ghost service. And when I heard it, I said, Father, thank you. He said, the Holy Ghost service was meant for two things. When the Lord lays in his hand many years ago. He said, one, prayer. And he said, two, teaching the word of God. He said, because. He said, people fall under the anointing. And they did receive the engrafted wall. He said, it will not last. That's why in this house, you receive, you worship God, you also receive the word. Because the word without the word is not balanced. When I heard them say that, ah, my soul blesses the Lord. He went back to review the reason behind the Holy Ghost service. Now you are in the Holy Ghost service tonight. Something about 
wipe away my tears. I don't know what that secret tears is. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Begin to thank you for answered prayer. Thank you for answered prayer. You have come to Mount Zion. You have come to Mount Zion. Give him praise. He's worthy. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Uh, so uh, I have been made to understand something. You see, our sister made a statement that caught my attention when she was making an announcement. Uh, when she made it, she made it like more or less under probability. But that statement caught my attention. How can virus make them to suspend your class and you are quiet about it? Does it occur to you the way I'm saying it? The anointing can revert it. My prayer tonight, everything that has been shut down because of this plague from hell we send that plague back to sender Amen. your life your destiny will not be delayed Amen. the campus crusade withhold I pray for you. Whatever thing you have tabled before the Lord tonight, 
Because the spirit of him that raised Jesus Christ up from the dead, that same spirit is here and it's in me and it's in this house. The hand of God that was upon Elijah that he could outrun Elijah that he could outrun Ahab on a horse. The hand of God that was upon Elijah that said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And Jordan parted to two. The same anointing that was upon Moses and he stretched forth a rod, piece of wood, and mighty sea parted to two and there was dry ground anointing anointing the same anointing that was upon Samson that with his bare hand he could kill lions just like David did I pray for you tonight that same God is alive everything you have asked of him by the anointing of the Holy Ghost tonight they are granted unto you Whatever your petition may be, they are granted unto you. Is there any affliction you have been suffering from tonight? You are free from them. Is there any plague that has persisted in your family? Because by the reason of the anointing, yokes are destroyed. Every yoke, every yoke that followed you down here, I pray for you tonight. Because of the anointing, they are terminated. I mean permanently. Maybe you are here, you are struggling financially and end has come to that struggle. Maybe you are struggling academically and end has come to struggling. Maybe your life has been characterized with worry. Your life has been characterized with lack. Well, because of the anointing upon Elisha, he prayed there was multiplication. I pray for you and end has come to lack. I said an end has come to lack. Maybe you have suffered sickness. The man of God, Elisha, told him, Tell him, go and wash in the, in the, in the river, in the river of uh, in river Jordan. Go and wash there. And he went there to wash. And he came back. His skin was restored back to him. Maybe you have suffered from one plague or the other in your health. Tonight, because of the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you are free from that plague. Maybe your parents are suffering one plague or the other. They are free from that plague. I say, when else you talk to them, tell them, tell them that they are already delivered. And we will hear your testimony. I pray for you, whatever thing you have, you lay this hand upon, it will prosper. I pray for you, this hand, because you have anointed it, coronavirus will not touch this hand. Sickness will not enter this hand. I say, sickness will see you and run away. Father, we thank you for tonight. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. And the people of God will say loud amen. amen. Say amen like someone that received the word of God. Say loud amen. amen. Say a believing amen.